This is Analog Spectrum, bringing you trivial bullshit for over half a century. Oh my god, oh, the button is on. We're on. We still have the dog in here. We still got Chihuahua Fest going on. And yeah. this is this is Tony, and we've got Lucy and yep. Doug. Yes, yes. And and uh, welcome to the Analog Spectrum Podcast. Uh, and we're we're going to start talking about... What are we talking about, Doug? Oh man, today's going to be a good one. This I've been looking forward to this one. This cool. is, this, of course, as usual, I can't stick to the numbers, but uh, this is our five favorite bad guys. So the villain, the villain episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been looking forward to this one, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Same. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to kind of just go through. And and uh, as we always do, when we start talking about this, we didn't really. Uh, we I did say, do you want to make a film or do you want to make a TV? And you were like, uh, it's open. Yeah, right? let's do whatever. Open season, whatever we think, want. Let me see. I think I, I ended up with all movies. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. Okay. okay so well, this is our movie villain. Okay. Holy. <laughs> there we go. Holy crap! We're actually on the same page. Holy Sharky's mouth. Batman. Said, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, wait, so, so uh, well, let me ask you. Okay. Before, I was going to ask you, but I think you're going to ask you, me the same thing. Go. What makes a great bad guy? Yeah, that's exactly. I was going to ask you that, and what criteria did you use? Okay. Um, I I was going to ask you how did you pick your favorites? Okay. So. Um, for, and that's it for the podcast. Yeah. Thanks so. for listening, you guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're gonna go back to the snoring chihuahua. <laughs> um, no, so for me, I, I thought about this a lot. Like, you know how, and, and I think we did this when when we talked about music and whatever. Uh-huh. So it was to me, this was just a personal selection. It wasn't. I didn't grade a bad guy because right. he was, you know, evil to the nth degree or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Because clearly, it's this this list could be massive. Right. So I just, sure. I just, it is not really in any kind of ranked order either. I just picked the ones that I, and I couldn't stick to five. I agree. <laughs> I and, 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 and just, and just with like the, when we did the se- films of the seventies and there will be yeah. an eighties one yeah. podcast coming yeah, later. That's coming up soon, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, and maybe nineties, I don't know, but, um, yeah, but we yeah, do 90s. Even, See, we definitely got it to 90s. Yeah, and, and I will tell you, like, even after I got them putting this list together, I was like, oh, and this person, yeah, and, and this one, person. Yeah, and that one, yeah, yeah, I, I did, yeah. I did say, say to five because, you know, I, I know how to follow rules, but... Uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> so, okay, so I got five and an honorable mention. How's yeah, that? that's... No, it's, I don't, okay. I'm joking. Okay. Clearly, you, yeah. you know, so... But but when, when, uh, when I think about bad guys, this, this is kind of what I, I... You know, when I think of... And... and I will tell you that there's probably bad guys on here that don't fit all of this, but right. you know they have to have a motivation okay. to, for a reason to be a bad guy. Okay. Uh, I like it when they're multi-layered and maybe maybe somewhat sympathetic. Sure, you know. So uh, in other words, you you can sympathize with them as an I, audience. I, I can understand why they do what they're doing. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, sympathy. It would be hard to say sympathy. Sympathize because sure, yeah, you know yeah, it's like empathize. At least. It's, not, it's not like I'm going to be watching Chandler's List and going like, oh, I guess I can see that. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> but you can <laughs> at least empathize, I, I, or, or at least at least I know that they're motivated for right. a reason. Okay. You know, okay, and it. the truth is, it, honestly, when I think about bad guys, like a good bad guy is you know in in that world is not going to see themselves as a bad guy. You know, yeah, they're, they're you know if they if they are are if if a bad guy short of like like a what was despicable me or something yeah, like I was that yeah that same thing yeah yeah if it, you know saying I am going to be evil just for the sake of being evil you kind of lose me you know yeah, yeah. It, you know truthfully people you know like like Darth Vader who's not on my list yeah, uh, mine either yeah uh, you know. Uh, he he thinks he's in the right. Okay, yeah, yeah, he I thinks get that. yeah he thinks what he's doing is 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 the right thing, uh, kinda. I mean, probably. Start- so, so I'm I'm gonna echo all of that, right? Um, with the exception of um, I'm gonna add, and I'm I'm gonna say that not only does he have to think that he's in the right, he has to think. I don't like. Oh, I of course. I don't, I don't like like dumb bad guys. Right. I like I like intelligent. Right. Like you said, multifaceted bag. I think the Chihuahua is wanting to, to come up into your lap, Tony. Oh, okay. You gonna Can do I it? help you? Yeah, I got you. Did you go slow? Oh, yeah. now she's all coy. All right. Oh, well. that's okay. Um, but yeah, so I like I like intelligent uh, bad guys. Like you said, sympathy and empathy is the wrong thing, but you can relate at least. Right. Right. You can relate. So, yeah, good try. Yeah, the Chihuahua's like, pick me, pick me, pick me, don't touch me, don't touch me. You're a bad guy, Chihuahua. Uh, Yeah, so, Uh, no, no, I, 
uh, you know, right, lately, we in, in our in our last podcast, we talked about bad writing in Hollywood, and that is kind of a thing you're seeing a lot yes. in Hollywood. Is that, you know, and, and another thing too is a bad, uh, you know, some bad guys, you know, like there's a, there's this kind of this trend in Hollywood right now where people are like, you know, I'm gonna say and do evil shit, okay, and that's just who I am, and people. You know, in the real world, they're not like that. Okay. Yeah. You know, your bad guy isn't going to be like, you know, you know, they're not going to just be spewing, you know, homophobic, racist, sexist shit and having people follow them around. You right. know what I mean? You know, they're they're going to be, you know, they're going to know how to keep that stuff tucked yeah. in. Yeah. You know, and and so that frustrates me when I see that because I'm just yeah. like, and, and and like you were just saying, they have to be able. To, I mean, you know, they're not going to when you see a bad guy walk into a situation where where uh, they're easily defeated, you know, you're like, he, uh, how did they, how did they get to where they are? If yeah. they're that stupid, if they're that stupid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, so uh, okay. So. Uh, other, other things that I, that I would say, okay. mm-hmm. uh, has to be a great movie. Good, great movie. Okay. And, um, and, uh, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure I buy that one. Well, uh, and there has to be, and well, I mean, uh, and, well, I mean, we'll see from your list. Okay. Maybe you'll change my mind. No, no. All my movies are great. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for. <laughs> I'm validating that point in that way, but I will have to say I've seen movies with good bad guys that, uh, that maybe wasn't a very good movie. Yeah, I, I would say I, th- th- just my criteria. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember what the movie was, but Gene Simmons played a bad guy in a movie. And oh, had those little mechanical Run yeah. away. Yeah, 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 that's he a good... was a great bad guy. That I thought was that a was terrible a good movie. movie. Uh, well, I, I think it's okay. So I think I don't think movie. I don't think dude, you freaking hating on Tom Selleck. Gene Simmons was a good bad guy though. Yeah, but but it was okay. I mean, yeah, he was. a great bad guy in that yeah, book. Yeah. yeah okay well okay anyway, there's exceptions so, to rules yeah, yeah okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, and there has to be a good oh, great, so now there, Tony's there's, making the rules there has to be a good okay. great hero there has to be a good hero okay okay, okay yeah, yeah so okay so can i add one thing no yeah <laughs> please they have to like the police yes they have to like sting <laughs> at least maybe not all of the police what, just uh, one third of the police add away. um yeah so the only other thing i was going to say is that the the i think to to really like this is in the context of the story uh-huh. The bad guy needs to fit the good guy. You know what I mean? Like there, sure. there needs to be there needs to be some symmetry there. Right. Um, you can't have like this the 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 devil fighting some guy who's a computer nerd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's there's yeah. got to be some kind of um, you know from a story perspective, right. it's got to be some kind of symmetry. So the, the the bad guy has to has to be equal to the good guy, if not even better. Right. Um, oh, she's fine. Oh, that's a little crying chihuahua. I, she fi- I finally picked her up. Yeah. I'll say, everybody say hi. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Some chihuahua love going on here. That's it. Now you're going to put it down? Okay. Well, she's, she's not happy. Okay. So, whatever. She wants to go that's outside. That's staying on the, yeah. the podcast. She wants, yeah, she wants to go out and see your dogs. But, um, oh, really? It okay. ain't happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So. With all of that said, that's uh, and then the last thing is the, the the criteria that I used is similar to yours, but again, this is these are just bad guys that I liked. I I, I like I liked that character. That's mm-hmm. a cool bad guy. Right. Or the the actor played them in such a way that it's like holy crap. Right. That guy made that bad guy. Right. So anyway, well, that's yeah, what it's funny I was it, it, when you mentioned like there needs to be synergy between the good guy and the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You just kind of you know to uh, to uh, it reminded me one of my one of my favorite cartoons ever, and you know that was the was uh, the Venture Brothers. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. something actually could have been the last podcast. I've kind of grew out of it, but uh, the the bad guys in that there was actually a guild, and they're called the Guild of Calamitous Intent. Mm-hmm. And all that guild did was make you know it 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 uh, managed all the supervillains, and it made sure that two things was that that whatever supervillain because you know, a, a supervillain needs a superhero right, sure, yeah. and they made sure that the supervillain and the superhero were 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 matched. Mm-hmm. In other words, like you didn't so get somebody like a dating app. Yeah, well, you didn't make sure there wasn't like you know like a a supervillain that was so overpowered that it would e- easily kill the sure. the hero or vice versa, right? right? And the other thing was that there was a series of rules like, you know, you couldn't come busting in on the the the, the villain, the the hero's family dinner, or Thanksgiving dinner and stuff like that. Like there was only right, right. so you know, and it kind of explained why, you know, you know, super, you know, Superman's villains are and they don't have a superman in this, but right. Superman's villains are 
are who Superman. You know, they're, right, they're, right. they're, they're Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're evenly matched. The right. same with like Batman or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was a uh, interesting, interesting concept yeah. from the from yeah, the from no the writers. Doubt. And it's funny because oftentimes in these movies, they they make the bad guys so so bad, like so far over the top, right? That the good guy has to you know go through that hero's journey, right? Has to really stretch to his capacity to the very limits of his capacity to win the fight against the bad guy. And, yeah. Um, I guess that makes for good storytelling, but um, sometimes mm-hmm. to me that's a bit of a stretch. But anyway, we'll see. Yeah. Let's see. Let's get to the list. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. No. No. I'm glad we're, we we really yeah. did. You know, because okay, it'd be you, like a 15 minute yeah. podcast. Do you want to go first? You go first. Yeah. I'll I'll go. Uh, and if this were our top five, or in other words, my number five, uh, this would be it. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tuco uh, Benedicto Pacifico. But uh, what, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was the ugly in the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh no, I know who he was. Yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly. Who Eli, he was. Eli my, Wallach. my question is: Is he really the bad guy? Uh, I think he's one of the two bad guys in that movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't see that at all. You think he's more of the sidekick? No, not at all. So you got the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? right? So he was the ugly. If he you was ask me. Yep. Uh, in in the terms of that film, right? But uh, I didn't think he was the bad guy at all. I think he was. Uh, I don't know. Victim is the wrong word, but well, you know, a buffoon. Like he was almost like the comic relief. You know, he did bad shit. Well, of course he did. They were all but, bad. They yeah, were all bad. Yeah, they were. They were all bad. Yeah, I mean, Clint, Clint the, the different let, levels of bad. Yeah, Clint I mean, I mean, let people get hung and and decided whether or not he was going to shoot the rope. You know. Yeah, he was the closest <laughs> thing to a good guy. Uh, you know, and but you know that argument I could make. I could have made uh, Clint Eastwood's character the bad guy. You could, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, who, who was the actor that played? Uh, Angel Eyes? Yeah, Angel Eyes. Um, hold on, I got it. Tip my tongue. Uh, I'm gonna Lee look Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef, yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did think he was. A, I did think he was a good bad guy. He but was I, an awesome but, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think I, I liked. Uh, I liked uh, Tuco better. I did like the character better. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, and, but I, and I thought I, Angel Eyes was a good bad guy. Yeah, and I, I felt like he. Yeah, and I felt like. Uh, I felt like Tuco. You know, again, he. He was just. He was kind of chaos. And again, yes, that yeah, I agree, yeah, yeah. And so, and so I. You know, and again, to kind of using my my uh, my my uh, you know, you know how I thought about motivation and him being multi layered, and the fact that I can kind of understand why he did what he did and all sure, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, and and you know, he, and he was he was kind of a sympathetic character, and I, and so again, if I was going to make him one through five, he would probably be five, maybe okay. for the reasons you're saying. Yeah, you know, could be. But uh, but I you know I I felt that uh, you know I felt that movie had two bad guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Lee Van Cleef character. I think it was Lee Van Cleef. Lee Van Cleef, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was just, you know, he he was a little... Um, but so here's the thing. Let, yeah. I'm going to interject. Sorry, I didn't uh-huh. to interrupt your thought no, there. Okay. But um, I, I thought that movie had three bad guys. Right. The bad, thought, the bad, and the bad. Not that they were all bad. Yeah. Um, that but happens. I thought, I thought Lee Van Cleef's motivations were the clearest of all. Because he was strictly in it for the money. Right. That was it. That's all he wanted. And it seemed to me through through the film that um, Clint Eastwood always had these murky intentions. You never knew. Of course, he wanted the money. Like, they all right. wanted the money. But he was always um, manipulative in a way that he was going for power. Right? He always wanted right. to ch- to have the upper hand. And then the Tuco character was kind of similar, but he never... He, well, he got the upper hand once or twice. But for the most part, he kept losing that battle, that right. intellect. Right? But then the other side of him was that he was he was unethical and unscrupulous because he would sell out his brother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would do all of those things right. that, and that Clint Eastwood didn't do. So I can see where he would fall on the scale of good and bad. Right. But um, it's all a spectrum with those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I thought the, I thought that Lee, Lee Van Cleef's character was the worst of them, but for for again sympathetic or, or understandable well, reasons. Uh, you know, you mentioned the fact that his motivation was clear. I don't know if that necessarily makes him. Like the better bad guy. That's my thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So I mean, I, I like, like I said, I, 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 in those, you know, I just, I just, I just remember in, in, you know, probably just for the enjoyment of like watching, uh, the the Eli Wallet character, like the the scene where he like assembles the gun or he he shoots mm-hmm. the guy and, and he goes, oh, you know, you know, no talking. If you're going to shoot, just shoot. shoot yeah. 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 That kind yeah. of stuff. I just thought all that was. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, loved yeah. him as a bad guy. Yeah, Lo- that's that's 
easily in my top five movies of all time. I love that movie. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's one that gets revisited a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, that one was, all right. It's funny because this is the second time we've done movies of a genre era or whatever. And uh-huh. um, I don't have any cowboy movies, which that's it's one weird, of my favorite yeah. genres. So, yeah. um, okay. So, the first one I'm going to say here, and this, again, mine is not in order. This is not number five. Sure. This is just the first one I'm mentioning. And that is um, Alex DeLarge, played by Malcolm McDowell in Clockwork Orange. Wow, that one, yeah. I thought about that one. That guy was just wickedly, wickedly cool in terms of of being a bad guy. You know, part of it is it's set in this weird, bizarro, Stanley Kubrick world, Right. right, for one. But for two... That whole the the visual aspect of his character, to, even to this day, it intrigues me, man. They still use that image of him with his eyes peeled yeah. open with those funky clasps, uh, yeah, and his weird costumes and the ultra violence and that weird '60s sexual furniture and stuff that yeah. they had when he was when he was doing that home invasion. Uh, and then that link between that Beethoven's Fifth and, and his violence and mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole story. But I mean that. All of that was made possible just by uh, McDowell's character oh. playing. I mean, because he was he was the thread through the whole thing, of course, and sold it like sold it, sold it, sold it the whole way. And um, yeah, he he as an actor, I think, propped that movie up because the movie was just flat out weird. Yeah, you know, he's acting that was insane. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about how Kubrick got got the best out of who you know. Uh, yeah, we talked about this with with uh, Once Upon a Time that you yeah. have a great director and great actors, and you get those people together. Yeah. And uh, he made that character, and that set, that set, that world is so, uh, you know, is so bizarre. And he and you know, and he makes you know, and you can see, but he makes it real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know. Yeah, because it's like it's like it's almost like I, I, I got a whole new story around this, but it's almost like when you drive by the scene of an accident, you can't mm-hmm. not look. And that's how I view this. Is like it's like grotesque mm-hmm. but you have to watch it you i mean it's it's something about it. it's this magical power that's striking that you have to watch it and mm-hmm. i give credit to to him as a bad guy uh, for doing that because i don't know how familiar you are but this thing comes full circle at the end as a story yeah. it comes full yeah. circle um, he he ends up um being a bad guy again at the right. end after all of his treatment and all the rest of that stuff. Yeah, he gets so, pushed over the edge. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that was my guy. I thought that oh, was yeah. a good bad guy. No, no, I, I that that's uh, you know, there's probably we will probably end up overlapping. Yeah. I maybe, you know. Yeah. But that was one that I thought about, you know. Well there's so many. I mean yeah, yeah. You know, so many good bad guys. So yeah. Like, I guarantee you we got one or two that's gonna sure. be the same. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I I can almost guarantee it. But uh I can too. <laughs> but uh but the uh but yeah the the uh that that you know probably the only reason the only reason I didn't add that to my list or you know maybe it didn't end up on the list is it, it's interesting because we, we because again we we came up with this idea uh, a couple of days ago a couple of three days ago something like that and uh, then I go start looking at looking at films and I know they have good bad guys but it's been a while since I've seen the movie yeah, and yeah. so so it's kind of hard for me I'm I'm so some of this is I'm just going from my memory you sure, know sure, and yeah. that's a movie I haven't seen in a while okay. so yeah. so that's one know. of those ones that that's that's one in the in the lexicon that I I, yeah. I revisit like you mentioned before I, right. and you know good the bad and the ugly God I've seen that 50 times right right um, oh yeah same with, yeah. yeah it wasn't hard for me to come to put to put him on there okay right. okay and I got one yeah, you go. okay uh, Hans Gruber uh, from Die Hard uh, wasn't a fan. The mo- the whole movie or him? Uh, both. Really? Yeah. No, man. I, I went back and, you know, I liked it when it came out. And I went back and watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it it actually got better for me. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. So it, what about the bad guy character that was so Oh, good? well, you know, he I, he I think he was, uh, you know, uh, okay, for one, uh, you had you had Bruce Willis, who was kind of this blue-collar cop, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we, we talked about films before uh, and, and how there's definitely movies out there that uh, – that you know they're kind of the first of a genre or something like that uh what do we talk oh yeah like when we talk about like the beatles for example right, is even right. a better example we're like we're like hey you know everybody raves on the beatles but but you know and and probably at the time i appreciate how, what a uh you know how maybe how that was a cornerstone moment when they but now i just don't i don't see it right you know right. i don't think it, but uh 
but and, but there's other music you know like that we listen to and we're like that music even though it was written in 1964 still holds up still, right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I kind of think about that with with Die Hard I think it was the first of its kind you know the, you know as a matter of fact I mean it it coined the phrase this is Die Hard on a boat or this is Die Hard on a bus or this right. is Die Hard you know wherever you know and so it's the first of its kind so you have this blue collar uh, you know uh, cop and you know he's you know, he definitely has an intellect. He kind of knows what he's doing. He's good, good with you know. He knows his job. He knows how to to uh, uh, you know get the job done. And you have to remember, this is an R-rated movie, so it right. it, it uh, we don't get that much anymore. Right. But Alan Rickman, you know, the Hans Gruber character, and and, and to be clear, I, I think it was it was very well acted. Okay. He, yeah, I'll that, give you that. Yeah, he that was his first film. Okay, the first time he oh, ever acted. That. Yeah, and uh, and he was clearly. Uh, his equal, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll he was, yeah, he was clearly, he was clearly Bruce Willis's equal. You know, again, he's, I, you know, and and he was, you know, you know, they, they, I, I liked the twist in there, even though it was, you know, kind of a, a little bit of a back, it wasn't a background twist, but it wasn't, you know, they, they took control of the, the, the building under the, uh, you know, like saying it was a terrorist attack, but it was all about it was there, there, it was a robbery, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. And so, uh, so I found that interesting. So again, he he was clearly motivated, but you know, it was all about the money, you know. Right. And there was those scenes in there, like for example, when he when the guy was trying to basically schmooze him, and he and he murdered the man and all that right, kind of right, stuff, right. and he wasn't above that. I just thought he, I just thought he, it was just a really well acted character. You yeah, know? I, so. I'll definitely give you that, but I, I, I can tell you there's personal reasons why uh, that one would never be on my list. Mm-hmm. That is that um, the very first novel that I ever read was called <laughs> Nothing Lasts Forever. And so, that's and that's what the movie was based on. Oh, really? Yeah. And so when that movie came out, I went and see it and went and saw it. And it, I, it was not too long after I had read the book. And um, I was like, wait a minute, this is a ripoff, you know, yeah. not, not realizing, of course, that they they make movies out of books all the time. Right. But um, I just thought the, the character in the book was uh, was better. Huh. And so I just the whole the whole experience of Die Hard was just like a bit of a flop for me for the, for just for, it's a personal reason. Yeah, I get nothing against the movie. You know, yeah. nothing against the movie. I'm always it's funny. Alan Rickman's awesome, anyway. So, oh yeah, yeah, well, poor guy. I mean, I gotta tell you on the Alan Alan Rickman thing. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, what a loss, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I like the Harry Potter movies, you know? Right. But the, uh, the, what are the last movie where you find out the whole, was it Snape? I like, didn't, like, yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't see, I only saw Harry Potter, I think maybe one and two or something. Oh my God. The last one you, you know, cause the whole, this whole character in that spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> his whole character in that is that he basically is a, just treats Harry Potter like garbage, right. you know, the whole time, and right. you know, and he's protecting him. Yeah, it, but he uh, he loved he loved Harry Potter's mother. You know, he oh. was he was a he you know, and he kind of sat. Everything was a sacrifice, right? Every and, and and you find out in like this very, you know, kind of really well, well put together final scene that that you know you know how much this guy really cared about right. everybody okay. and uh dude i mean for it was well she's, powerful she's a great writer there's no she question. is she's an awesome yeah. writer. She, she's a yeah she's yeah. yeah she's she's good you know what yeah. i mean i mean i mean i remember reading the first book and this was in yeah 96 maybe right. when it first came out 96 97 yeah. somewhere around in that time frame um right yeah, and, and oh man, I loved it. That book was great. And then uh, the second one, and I just for some reason it fell flat. I couldn't get into it's, it. We should have been in the last podcast. Yeah, should have been. So yeah, right. yeah there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. This one, this one has stuck with me for a long time. And the very first time I saw this mm-hmm. movie, I remember thinking to myself like, "That is an awesome bad guy." His name is Owen Davian, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman in Mission Impossible 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, what a great bad guy. That's a good one. Guy. What a great bad guy that was. Yeah. I mean, he was so cunning and ruthless, and but a sociopath, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. completely. But um, oh, he just, because you so liked the character uh, of Tom Cruise in that movie. And then this guy was just like, he bettered him over and over and over again. And it was mostly um, cleverness and resources that got him. Because, of course, I, 
it's it's a Mission Impossible movie, right? So sure. We're not talking about seriously deep plot stuff here, but it's still good though. It was they, they, very very. They, I, I got. Well I'm impressed yeah. with the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, yeah, really well made stuff. But yeah. you know, in the story, Ethan Hunt escapes from the FBI, and yeah, because he was wanted for traitors and all that sort of stuff. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman's character ended up doing the same thing. He escaped right. Ethan Hunt, and and so there was this there was this this um, kind of one-upsmanship going on throughout the whole movie. Yeah. But the, the I loved the fact that when he was captured by Ethan Hunt, they were trying to interrogate him. And he just looked like so casually and matter of fact, he's like, do, do, do you got a girlfriend? You got a wife? Something, you know, anybody's mm-hmm. important to you? And then Ethan Hunt keeps interrogating him, ignoring the questions. And he's like, because I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I'm going to make her bleed. I'm going to make her like call out your name. And he's he's planning. He already knows he's going to escape. And he's planning all this. And he's telling him how horrible he's going to be. Right. It's it's just like, and he does it. Just like me and you talking here, like totally casual. You know, like, I'm going to cut your dog open and feed it to your kids or something disgusting like that. And it's just like, man, that was vicious, man. Right. And then he does it. You know, and, and it was like, holy shit, man. And it was, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, epic actor. Epic yeah, actor. Another, another huge loss. Yeah. I, I, I didn't always like his, his choice of roles. Right. Um, but uh, he's great, great, great actor. Well, I will say, opinion. I agree with not liking his choice of roles, but he definitely was, he was, he liked to challenge himself. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And, uh, and, and he played some cool stuff. Yeah. And I will say, and again, on the Mission Impossible movies, they have gotten progressively better. They really yeah. have. You know, and sometimes me and my, me and my wife will sit around and say, do you feel like watching Tom Cruise run? I tell you what, I just like to watch those knees go up. Uh, so, it's only uh, that is like they got the angle when he turns the corner. And yeah, runs, that's, oh, that's I know. The, that's You're the like, cover photo. Yeah. Dude, he's running. <laughs> Tom Cruise is running. Yeah, yeah. So well, he's only four foot tall, but he's running like crazy. Yeah, I think so. I think my next, I think my next two. I know this one is is you're, you. You might think it's too uh, too obvious, but I'm going to go for it. Okay, let's hear. Uh, the Joker and The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger. That's on my list. Is it? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I what did I put? What I wrote down here? I wrote something here. Best bad guy ever. Yeah, that's what I wrote. You know, and it uh, just doesn't get better. It doesn't. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, and uh, he is a. Uh, yeah, he. You, you got to imagine what the the uh, the the uh, you know what was on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. As far as like being the Joker, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the, and of course you have the Jack Nicholson Joker. I almost yeah. feel bad for Jack Nicholson. Yeah, now, yeah, you know, he because he killed it. At he the did time. exactly. Yeah. He did. You know, you know, and it's just you, you, it's almost like we're, like again we talk about like Westworld or something like that. Yeah. Just nobody else ever do it. Yeah. You know, who, who, I forget that actor's name who did it for Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide uh, Squad uh, J, Jared Leto. Yeah. And uh, and and yeah, what dude? What were you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Too, too soon. Yeah. Yeah, like like twenty years it, too soon. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. In twenty or thirty years. Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, he he just uh, you know because you don't know what to expect. You know. Well, not only that, but just like the the depth of his character. And again, you know, yeah. when, when we start talking acting, um, you, you listen to the dorky actor talk, and right. it's all about giving, and it's all about. Um, emotion from the eyes, right. right? And it's all about, and Ledger just nailed every right. single aspect of that man. Right. On all the cool, all the all the the crazy stuff, um, yeah. you know, with his mouth of that, yeah, that stuff that he was doing. That's all good, right. but but you could see, you could just see when you looked in his eyes, a tormented soul. Right. You know what I mean? And that's that's freaking hard to do. I will tell you, I did think the, uh, uh, I did like the. Uh, the Joker movie, I did like that. I, I didn't uh, see it. It was good. I mean, it was good. It was, it, but, but I think it was just a different thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but that you know, it, it was great uh, talking about you know, you know how I approach it now. And we we've talked about like the Dark Knight Rises and all that. Uh, at the time, definitely the Dark Knight, the second one. Uh, you know, I I lo- I loved everything about it when I first saw it. I don't think the Christ, Christian Bale Batman's aged well. I just I'm, I'm not a big fan of Christian Bale's Batman anymore. Huh, I like him still. Yeah, you know I think I, I, the raspy voice thing just is, it kind of loses me yeah, now. It, it is, but yeah. uh, but uh, but I thought uh, the scene where uh, the Joker was was telling Harvey Dent why he does what he does. Yeah. You know when he was in there dressed as a nurse. Yeah. Freaking Which just, again I gotta say okay so costume design right? Yeah. He's the Joker. Yeah. He's, he's supposed to have it's he's supposed to have the Joker's face on. Right. But half that movie that shit was smeared and sweated off yeah. and 
And I think that just added a huge dimension. I mean, like the like it, Batman's mask half off, right? But it worked. It and the scars, so the scars yeah. were new. You yeah. Know? Oh, that word, that whole thing worked so good, man. Yeah. yeah, that was that. There was a lot of things right about that. Yeah. But yeah, Heath Ledger would just he just crushed. Oh that, yeah, and the, like when he burns the pyramid of money, mm-hmm. you know, because he you know he doesn't give a shit about money. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, you know, and he just was always like two or three steps ahead. Yeah. I thought the end, like it was interesting that, that the only time he was ever wrong in the movie was when he was wrong about those people blowing each other up, you right. know. But, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, uh, and and he made Batman. I mean, that, everybody talks about you know those Batman's being uh, for you know the, you know for really an adult audience. Right. Yeah, he made that an adult. Yes. You know, without without being an R-rated movie, yeah. he made it very adult. Yeah, because it was it was definitely grown up and mature compared to the the comic stuff. Yes, well, like when he when he made the pencil disappear, I thought that was a great scene. Yes. And like when he breaks the pool cue in half, yeah. I thought that was a great scene. You know, there was, and 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 all of that again, just great acting, yep. just amazing acting. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally awesome. I I could yep. not agree more. Yep. Uh, he was definitely on my list. Okay, so I got one for you. Right. Since you stole one of mine, I'm going to take Heath Ledger off. Okay, so I got a new one. Uh, this one I, I can't say enough good stuff about. And I, bet, I, and I, bet I, this, I bet this is gonna be mine too. Nope, I don't think so. Good. I think I think you probably overlooked this, but I almost guarantee you're gonna agree with me. And that's uh, Boyd Crowder and uh, Walter Goggins in Justified. Oh yeah, not a movie, Crowder. TV show, but yes. Oh man. Oh yes. He's yeah. such a good bad guy. Yeah. Man. And again, it's that it's that mix of sophistication. And uh, in his case, right. he was just a miner, just a redneck miner from the right. Hollows. But uh, he, he had this this ability to see the world um, in, in a multifaceted way. And, and, and he just was basically a criminal enterprise unto himself right. and anything that he did. And he was always... Like, he, he lived his life with suspicion, so you could never mm-hmm. really trap him, you know? Um Givens caught him a couple of times, uh, but he always beat the. I think he went to prison once or twice right. during the series or something. But he always ended up getting out and stuff. But right. uh, yeah, uh, oh man, just a did just he, a awesome. Did his did his girlfriend, wife, whatever, shoot him? I can't remember in that show. Oh, man, I, it's I, been a while. Yeah, that's the, again. Seen the, it. I thought Justified was a great TV oh, show. I man. loved it, and yeah. the, I go back and watch it. Timothy Oliphant again crushed that role. He did, but he, yeah, was, yeah, he, he made that. But Boyd Crowder, his character was yes, he, he was, was, his, he was, he was his equal. Yeah, he was his foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and you're right that that, uh, that he was always kind of uh, and and back on you know the kind of the pseudo rules we talked about, clear motivation. Yep. You know, I mean, and and you know, this is a guy. He's not educated. He's nope. not, you know, he, you know, he's living in a in a, in a poverty ridden area. Yeah, this is how he's going to get by. Yeah, you know, he's crafty. Yeah, yeah, and and he clearly cares about people. Yep. You know, uh, you know, he and it's funny. You know, he they did the whole thing where, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it, where he like found religion, but that turned out to be kind of bullshit. Well, right? so he was using that. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Trying to be yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and so, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, he was all that was great. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked him as a bad guy. He was great, yeah, yeah. and in uh, that actor, eight uh, eight, Goggins, yeah, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, there was a, a see, there was a, if you want to see him, like totally, you know, because he he kind of plays into a certain, sure, uh, yeah. certain role sometimes or whatever, you know, but he's he's excellent, but there's an episode of Community, uh, where he plays like a lawyer. And uh, man, it's a hilarious episode. Yeah, yeah. He's a, well, he's a, he's a fu- very funny guy. Yeah, you know, he's a good actor. Yeah, I remember the scene in uh, the remember scene in um, in Justified where he was he was in the hot seat. I think they busted him for for something. And, and his his um, his criminal network. And they kind of had they right. had him cornered, and he knew it was coming. And they had a hitman that was ready to kill him, and he was sort of doing the the monologue thing mm-hmm. or whatever back and forth a little bit and I, I, I forget exactly the details of it but he was about to be hung out to dry mm-hmm. and um, so he was prepared for that and he brought this pack of cigarettes and clicked the little thing inside and threw it to the hitman saying here have a cigarette it'll calm you down and it blew up and killed the guy I remember that yeah. you remember that yeah. yeah what a freaking great scene that was yeah man. yeah that yeah, was that was it was. It, I mean in the context of the story and everything what a freaking pinnacle wasn't there, wasn't there a, a part of that and we're, we're going to go on a tangent here where they were trying to come up with the explosives and a guy like blew himself up where they're trying yeah. to help a guest yeah, that yeah, was yeah, great yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But you know, it's funny because in contrast, the guy that he ended up working with, I can't remember his name in the in the in the story, but um, that that blonde dude with the funny eyebrows and stuff, I hated that guy as a bad guy. Yeah. He was too cartoonish. Like he's like you know these great big eyebrows and a funny thing and just eh, he yeah. just wasn't a very good bad guy. Was, yeah. Yeah. Especially but, in the, in that in that story where everything else was so right. real and believable. Right. You know, this weird. Dude, but, but I love that actor, man. Oh, yeah, yeah so. he was great. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take another one off your list. Uh, I know you will. Ready? Yeah, and Glorious Bastards. Yep. Yep. Here it comes, were. man. I knew you Colonel, were. Colonel Hans, yeah. Londa, yeah. Christoph Waltz. Yes. Well, how could I not? I know. That's I know. A, that, you, just, he, you just beat me to it. That's yeah. All. He's I know. On my you should have done it. You should have gone. Right. You should have pulled the trigger. That's all right. We agree. So, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, the, and you talked about the scene in the. Oh, yeah. First the, 19 minutes. First 19 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, God. Best cinema in. History. He and he does, and there's a few scenes like there's a scene where he's doing the dessert thing with the woman and mm-hmm. it was a very similar scene. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, but he is, you know, I don't know what else to say. He, you know, Christoph Waltz nails that oh, yeah. character, man. Well, I tell you this, man. It's so like you mentioned the dessert scene where he did something kind of similar, right? That's right. all fine and good, but by then, you kind of knew who he was, right? awesome part is that opening scene of course you don't know this is the character development you find out and it took 19 minutes to get there right. of psychological torture man right. he's just ringing that dude around right and and it's not until you go back and watch it a second time and you're like holy shit he was setting this up the whole time and he you knows could, and you can see you could see the steps that he's taking to right. manipulate that that farmer right um but when the, when you watch it for the first time, it feels it feels like he's just showed up and he's just doing his right. paperwork and whatever. and then when he reveals that he knows the family is there, it's like <gasps> yeah. I know. But when you watch it a second time, you're like, oh, look at that! Oh, look at that! Oh. Right? You know? You know yeah. Well, it we was, talked about like epic, Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood. You always watch the the first time any Tarantino movie through. You watch yeah. it wondering, you know, what, what the, the hell's, hell's going what's on? What's going on? And yeah. then you watch the. The second time, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You watch it for that kind of stuff. You clever little bastard. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but yeah, the you know, and and just like everything else, he he knows, he knows uh, exactly, uh, you know, he knows exactly what how, how you know you know you know the actor and everything like that knows exactly what he's doing. It's just yeah. a great it's a great character. Man. I heard a, I heard an interesting story where um, Tarantino was going to cancel that movie because you know that's really the, the script got leaked. I don't know that. Yeah, the script got leaked at some point, and he was kind of pissy about it. I think the same thing happened with Hateful Eight, mm-hmm. uh, and he was he was actually going to cancel it, and then so when he decided to go through with it, um, he was he was auditioning other people for the role, and I think he even auditioned um, Leonardo DiCaprio for mm-hmm. that role, who's fluent in German, by the way. I know that. Yeah, and uh, but eh, it wasn't really sitting right with him, you know, because he's one of those auteur guys. He got the vision, and he mm-hmm. it needs to fit and whatever. And then he met uh, he met this guy Christoph like, Waltz, yeah. right? And he's like, "Oh, this is it." And then he told Waltz, he said, "Listen, don't don't give me a hundred percent when you're when we're doing the reads, you know, the the, to, the practice stuff, um, because when you go on set and do it when the camera's rolling, I want a more natural reaction from the other people, from the other actors." So he had him hold back and just kind of stumble through a little bit, and and um, then when they actually were rolling cameras and. He just took over. I mean, he right. just—he just like he's. This is it. Well, this, it, he walked in and like this is my scene, and he he. he yeah, took I, it. And, and I got I got a little bit, you know. I was trying to remember what I was going to say. The the thing with that opening scene is, uh, you know, he you know he's talking to the farmer, and you would imagine that the farmer the whole time is thinking, you know, is this guy, is this guy, uh, uh, you know, he seems so nice. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Is he is he is he an idiot? You know what I mean? Yeah, is yeah. you know, but. You know, but he's just you know he's just basically setting the hook. You yep, know, big time. And and you know, and here's an, a, an individual that gets such pleasure yep. from what he does. You know, yep. and and you know, and he's but like you said in the rules, like he feels like he's doing of course the right thing. He's, right? Do, he's yeah. doing yes, yeah, he does. I think the best part was when he let the chick go at the end. Yeah. When he, when he let the the one girl escaped out of the basement and she was running away and he had, took his luger out and he was going to shoot her and then he said ah whatever he said you know yeah. something to her. Um, to me, that was like that was really spitting in her face because yeah. it's like I killed your whole family, and you're not even important enough for me to spend a bullet. Right. And of course, she goes on and 
burns burns a, a theater full of Germans alive. Right. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely guy. Okay, so um, I've lumped two together, and okay. two totally different movies, but the same actor because I think this guy is awesome in everything he does. Zorg from uh, Fifth Element mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. Norman Stanfield from The Professional, both yep. played by Gary Oldman. I, I was gonna put I was gonna put the Zorg on my list. Yeah, he was a cool bad guy. Again, yeah. a little cartoonish, right? He was so with that stupid clear thing on his head and right. over the top, and you know, but it, it fit that movie. Yes, it, it fit that movie. Yes. And, um, but I think that him as an actor, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but he goes in and out of these different accents. Mm-hmm. He sways around between a Texas accent and then he's down. It's always usually kind of some southern thing, but it is not consistent at all. Right. I think that totally adds to his illegitimacy as a good person. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because like he's faking it. He's he's bullshitting his way through. Right. Um, but clearly, again, same old rules. He's smart. He's crafty. Um, yeah. You know, and all that stuff. But well, Gary Oldman's amazing. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and the, yeah, I both. The, you know, I I, I could I when I said hey, I went back and I looked and I thought, well, that might that might be one I would include. Sure. Uh, the The Fifth Element was was one that I looked at. I love The Fifth Element. Yeah, I think it's a, I think a it's a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a great flick. Yeah. Uh, it, just because it is so off the rails. It so is. I mean, I forget when it came out, but uh, but you know, there's there's uh, science fiction, you know. You know, over time, has gotten kind of predictable, and that was so yeah. different. That's than so it, not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so com- you know, you're exactly right. It was very comic booky, but for, uh, in the best possible way. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah right. the professional. I haven't seen professional forever, but but uh, man, I, that scene in the professional that I, I remember two things predominantly about the professional, other yeah. than other than Leon being just a badass character, and, right. and Natalie Portman that was our first movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, and she she was great there too, mm-hmm. just for a little kid, you know. Yeah. But in that opening scene where, where Gary Ullman goes into that apartment building and just slaughters everybody in there, and right. he does it with such, like, I don't know, it's he had this weird mix of, like, a, a drug-fueled, uh, you know, vindictive kind of a thing, but also there was some joy mm-hmm. involved, and then there was also purpose, like he was doing it for a reason. Mm. And that's not that's not easy to, to mix all those three things together. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, if you think about it in both those movies, even though they're pretty, very, very different movies, he kind of dies the same in both. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the, the explosion at the end, yeah, it gets blown up in both pretty bad. It was a great explosion. Yeah. 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 So, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. And, and, and Gary Oldman, you know, he, he moves, there's a lot of individuals, a lot of actors that get typecast in the good guy role, bad guy role. He moves kind of between the two. He, yeah. he does, you know, and it does it well. Does it well, yeah. yeah it He's really a great well. actor. I mean, yeah. all these. That's one thing all these actors yeah. have in common. No doubt. Yeah. yeah so, all right. All right. You got I, any more? I got one more. Okay, me too. Okay. Uh, I you got, stole two of mine, though. I don't think you, I don't think this one's going on your list. Okay. Okay. Uh, Roy Batty from Blade Runner. You know, I thought about him. I really did because right. um, he was a he was a great bad guy. He was amazing. Yeah. And and uh, he really hits. On a lot of different things on my list, I and mean, he would be my number one. Oh, okay? wow! Yeah, he would be my number one in the holy r- mackerel! I well, would never guess that. Yeah, well, okay, well, to explain, That's there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for one, has a clear and justifiable motivation. Okay, okay, because because you know he's got a finite life. Right. You know he's programmed to die. Yeah. Right. Uh, definitely multi-layered. You know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, um, you know and. I thought that it was a great movie. You know, I thought, I, you know, I thought Blade Runner is, you know, once you get past, you know, all the different kinds of cuts and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know, uh, I, I, I am sure that he feels like he's 100% in the right. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And, and I just thought that, you know, you know, and back on my thing, as far as being great movie, great hero, I thought Harrison Ford was great in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I feel like, you know, the final scene, like where, you know he's you know he's you know he's doing what he has to do he's murdering who has to he, he only cares about his family you right. know the 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 other the other replicants right and uh, and he he's uh, and and you know he's kind of he, he's obviously got he's very intelligent but he's got kind of the emotional depth of like a child right mm-hmm. like when he loses somebody it it affects him greatly you right. know and uh, and so you know there you know uh, so at the very end scene you know where 
uh, he, uh, you know, and he just wanted, he knows that his time has run out, right? right? And he has the option to kill, uh, kill, uh, you know, uh, the Harrison Ford character. I can't remember his name. Deckard. Deckard. He has, he has the option to kill Deckard. But I think at that moment, you know, he realizes that, like, you know, he obviously has a lot of value on his own life, but he realizes that all life is valuable and he saves right. Uh, Deckard, right? And then the speech, you know, that final speech about, you know, how... You know, he you know he sees the ships burning off the off Orion and all that kind of stuff. Oh my God! You know that was you know delivered and you know it was very powerful. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams. Glitter in the dark near the ten house gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears in rain. So yeah, you know, so all okay. that together, all that together, I, I just like, I, I don't think I remember that speech well enough to to, to have the same reaction as you, but I remember liking the movie, and I remember I've watched yeah. it many times, but yeah. um, I, I can't get over the 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 neon in that film. Yeah, I mean it was and the Hannah, Hannah uh, what's her face, Daryl Hannah, Hannah character. Yeah. Um, again, I thought was was great. Uh, the Decker character was great, um, but I don't remember him as being one of my favorite bad guys. Yeah, he did again. I think that. I think that he just, you know, the, like I said, the things that he embodied to me. I, I, I could look at him and I, I, you, you asked earlier, you know, could I sympathize? You know, I don't sympathize with, I don't sympathize with like, you know, Colonel Lounda. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, but yeah, you, maybe you, not him. Yeah, know. but but uh, but I do sympathize with the sure. the Roy yeah. Batty here. Yeah, because he's yeah. that's the, that's the ultimate, you know. Yeah, um, struggle for survival. And, and 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 I think at the end, you know, like there, anytime you think about a hero, you kind of want to see a hero on that again to to that full circle journey where they they're kind of back to where they started and they've learned something, right? Well, that in, in a very brief time, and, and that's something I kind of want to mention. You know, you mentioned, you know, like, and I do agree. There's sometimes when 19 minutes is what you want, and sometimes you want 20 seconds, right? Yes. yes. And, and I think I think with his character, you know, in a very brief well done time you were able to watch him complete his journey right you know and 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 in a way maybe you know the story was more about him than it was about deckard you know right yeah yeah so yeah. so yeah i just thought that was very cool man yeah no he, uh, definitely a good bad guy i, I won't, yeah i won't take yeah. that away but um uh so i got two more actually okay right so there's one more that i i meant to put on my list and i didn't and you just maybe something that you said i mm. think it was talking about that movie in the rain uh on the rooftops when they were yeah, fighting yeah. and stuff that made me think that there's one that i wanted to put on here and i didn't and that is barnes in platoon oh yeah yeah what a freaking great bad guy uh what's his name scar uh tom tom, th- tom uh, yeah you know who i'm talking about yes uh, yeah it'll come to me in a minute uh i'll, I'll look it up while you're talking okay yeah uh, but uh the thing that i thought that made him such a bad good bad guy is yeah. he was he was a good guy he was on our side and you know fighting the war as an american soldier and all that but he he screwed elias he basically killed yeah, elias yeah and and uh, and they did it in a in a slimy way. Right. And tried to cover his tracks, and then of course that scene where Elias comes running out of the jungle, getting shot up by the Viet Cong. I mean, that was an epic scene. But I just thought that the the dimension of that character. Now you know mm-hmm. he's going to go back because he he witnessed that, so he's going to go back and live with that guilt for the rest of his life. Right. Um, and it and it was all over stupid stuff they were just some basic stupid argument you know so mm-hmm. the <clears throat> the distance between being a good guy and a bad guy is very short sure especially in war huh yeah so that line is pretty damn thin you know so yeah tom Berenger. Berenger, that's it yeah, yeah so. so okay and the other one this is kind of 180 degrees out from your your discussion of uh um Roy, batty yeah Roy batty and that is um jaws and moonraker 
Oh wow! Okay, I, I had I had him on my list only only because this is really buffoonish. Well, he was he wasn't in Moonraker first though. I don't he wasn't even really he was a bad. In, he was in he was in Moonraker. But he, he was in Moonraker, but before that he was in um, uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. I think uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, was it okay? Yeah, okay. And, and so I read something interesting doing this research is that they were they he was supposed to die at the end of that movie, mm-hmm. but they were doing tests you know showings and everybody liked him so much that mm-hmm. they they had him survive and, and showed up back again in moonraker mm-hmm. um but in moonraker in particular i liked him because the character was a little more fleshed out by then um but you know uh giant doofy bad guy with yeah. steel teeth uh, didn't never spoke i mean that's that's yeah. a, that's a like it's almost like frankenstein you know what i mean it's almost like that mm-hmm. frankenstein character but in a james bond movie so i liked him in that quite uh, Quentin Tarantino podcast I was telling you about when they talked about Moonraker, they talked about why he made the shift from bad guy to good guy. And I guess the director, uh, I think maybe he directed both movies, I don't know, but he received all kinds of letters Mm -hmm. from kids asking him to make Jaws a good guy. Yeah, and that's why he did it. So he made the turn. All right. Yeah, that's why it, it, it was because everybody's like, "Why can't Jaws?" A bunch of letters from kids saying, "Why right, can't Jaws right. be a good guy?" <laughs> and and I'm I'm just like, well, I didn't right. know that. I didn't know. Oh, well, I didn't know either. Yeah. Thank you, interesting, Thank you, Quentin. Yeah, yeah thanks, but uh, yeah, but uh, but mm. yeah, I I you know, and I don't know. Do you, do it's you, endless, man. You could you could do a million excellent bad guys and we don't even get into the like I said. I don't have a single cowboy movie on here, but cowboy movies. Oh yeah. I, I could list fifty excellent bad guys. Yeah, uh, well, you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, th- there's probably very. I mean, nowadays there's lots of bad bad guys, but if you go back, you go back through cinema. You know, there's most movies. They're the bad guy is very competent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, for them to, you know, to, for them to be elevated, it's incremental. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no so. doubt. But I mean, you know, if you if you go all the way back and, and look at look at bad guys, I mean, you know, you mm. could go as far back as you want, um, biblical times even. But if you look at classic literature and stuff like that, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, those kinds of characters. I mean, they they exhibit all of those mm. things that we were talking about. You know, they're, they're right. you empathize with them to some degree, right? Like Dracula, he's just trying to live, man. Yeah. You know, he's got to drink blood to stay alive, so he does it. And, right. you know, some Frankenstein, he's some, he's got an Abbey normal brain. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you I mean, Like that, that little girl, you know, in the Frankenstein movie that gives him flour and stuff, and he chucks her in the lake. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, that scene's been played and talked about for forever. Yeah, and, and ripped uh, off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, was he trying to actually hurt her? Was he trying to play with her? Was he, I mean, like, you know, that's so... That that I think that vagueness is is one of the things that makes it so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. all right. Do you have any, any other ones? I don't know how many we hit. Ah, uh, no, I don't know. We we hit more than we should have, but you you stole a couple of mine. So oh, that shit happens. Yeah. No, that's good. So. That, 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 but yeah, okay. So if you had to pick a number one, your absolute yeah, number Roy one, Batty. it was Roy Batty. Okay, yeah. mine mine would be Ledger Heath Ledger the Joker. Yeah, that, I, my I get that. One. Yeah. yeah, you know. And, and that's not that. That's not that. Okay, you, you know me well enough to know that that's not that popularity thing. I don't like him just because that movie was popular. No, he was, he was great. Hard. It I, was because he was completely freaking well, awesome. You know, and 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 we even mentioned that. I did, you know, uh, other times I would make it. I would, he would be at my top of my list. Yeah. You know, so I'm say the only reason he outdoes uh, Waltz is that he was a great bad guy throughout the entire movie. But in in uh, Inglorious Bastards, you, he, he kind of like they show him to you as that guy in that first scene, and mm-hmm. then it's just incrementally more throughout the film. Right. right, it's the same guy, and they just show you kind of a little deeper as to as to how right. he's the bad guy. And plus, he gets plus he gets owned at the end too. So, yeah, yeah. But so. but the Joker, I mean, he's just epic throughout the whole damn movie. Yeah. I mean, every single scene. So yeah, it's yeah. a tragic that you know. You know, the Joker lived, but Heath Ledger, Ledger didn't, you yeah. know, so, yep. yeah. So, anyway. Re- cool, that was a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, recommendation? Ooh, recommendation, let's see. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna switch uh, my recommendation over to music. Uh, this okay. is one of the things that I've been uh, uh, wanting to talk about for a while, and I'm going to allow you to experience once the house gets built, and that is the, the, the tube amplifier that I bought. Did I recommend that already? I don't think so. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell anybody who cares if you like high quality sounding music and you you want to spend a few bucks, um, 
when you get into the world, we got to make this a podcast at some point. Let's just can we say that all the time? But sure. uh, so the, the we, whole, need to, we need to start writing it down too. By yeah, the way. we should, probably should. Yeah. yeah. But the, but the whole thing. This is like my my thing with the coffee, right? Like when you say audio file, you automatically induce snubbery, right? Yeah. Which I am not about. I'm just about. I like the music to sound a certain way and whatever. So anyway, so I did a ton of research and to buy a good, like I mean a really good tube amplifier made in America, there's only a few choices um, and they're very expensive. And mm-hmm. I'm talking, when I say very expensive, anywhere from ten to $30,000, mm. which is not even in the pictures. No way I would do it unless they hit the lotto. So I've been looking around trying to get a decent amp. So I ended up with one uh, from China which I've always been very skeptical about, but this thing got good reviews and good reviews and good reviews. So I checked it. I, I took the risk and I bought it. It's called a Wilsonton R8 tube amplifier. Cost me 1500 bucks, which is too much money for some people to spend on an amp. But if you care and you like good, high-quality music, it's worth it. I plugged that thing in, and Tony, I'm not kidding you, within 10 seconds, I could tell, like, holy crap, it is awesome. And I'm talking just the separation of the instruments and the sounds and the, and the actual quality of the sound of this coming out of the speakers. Just leagues above anything that I've ever had before. So, cool. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I can't wait for you to hear it. I, I don't want you to hear it in my current house because it's a, a tinny little thing. But once we get the new house set up, gotcha. I'll, uh, I'll get it organized. And, and yeah, we'll crank up some Boston. Cool. I'm kind of bummed that's what I was going to recommend. <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, I you know how much I love music. Yep. You know, so I'm trying to think. I got a couple of recommendations written down. I've got two song or two an album, a song, and a podcast. I say album, album. Okay, so I'm going to recommend the Georgia Thunderbolts. The Georgia Thunderbolts. And it's the album is called Can We Get a Witness? Came out in 2021. Can we get a witness? Yeah. So, okay, so about this band, you know, and, I, and I'm always kind of looking. It's so hard to find good music. Yeah. New, so. Good new music. Yeah. Uh, these guys, uh, I think if you listen to them, uh, uh, you would get the Skinnered vibe. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. so, yeah, so uh, definitely Southern Rock. Okay, it's which funny is you say that because I've been listening to a lot of Skinner. Have you really? Yeah, I yeah, really have, yeah. yeah. I, I, if you look at the picture of them, you would be like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I, you know, I'm sure they lean into that, right? But sure. they're from Georgia. Uh, they're from Rome, Georgia, and I, I listened to the album uh, yesterday. You know, again for recommendations, I kind of want like, well, let's find something, right. and it is just uh, pretty hard driving. Uh, southern rock, uh, pretty much all the way through, cool. uh, and they even list as their. Uh, they actually li- list Neil Young as one of their uh, uh, inspirations, but whatever. Hey, man, you know, people can like what they want, but they yeah, also yeah. talk about Little Feet, Leonard okay. Skinner, Hank oh, Williams. Little Feet was great. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and so, so that you know, and other and other newer bands, too, that I'm kind of familiar with. Like, they talk about Black, Black Cherry Smoke, which... Uh, our Blackberry Smoke, which I, I'm familiar... I'm a little familiar with them, so... Okay. Yeah, so, but, but uh, yeah, I would... Cool. I would highly recommend them. Uh, the, the album is, on again, on Spotify... And uh, and I'm tr- I, you know I I recommended some rock last time I I went looking for some new southern rock and okay. uh, and not a, and you can look at how how much their songs are are played on Spotify not as much as like you know a lot of things out there and so when I saw it I was like oh, I wonder how good it is I was impressed okay. I, I I I felt like it hit the southern rock uh, target okay, pretty well cool. yeah so yeah I got to be careful man when I recommend music because I have such a a, a really really wide um, yeah, enjoyment of music, and I like some electronic stuff, and whatever. Sure. And, uh, but I know most people that's outside mm. of their realm of comfort. There's there's no doubt. I listen to music. I'm thinking I I you know I will listen to this you know mm. and I, I I enjoy this, but you know it's not anything that it, yeah I, I hear what you, I think I, I think yeah. I get you, yeah so I'll put on some stuff when you come over and see and see what you think certainly yeah so, yeah, so. all right well that takes us to the end of it that's a wrap podcast. y'all so that was a good one yeah. uh, all right so uh, we're gonna leave it there and thank that's you again a, I'm gonna throw a quick request out sure tell us who your favorite bad guy is yeah Whoever, email me if you're listening to this yeah shoot us an email or post it or I don't right know, do the social media thing whatever I don't know how to do it all because I don't do it Tony does yeah, all so, that stuff so. well you can definitely email us uh, yeah. and, and the address is coming up so uh, so email us uh, and all that kind of stuff thank you again for listening and you have a great day this has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation 
Doug and I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to spend some time with us. Knowing that you gave us a listen and supported our show really means a lot to us. I posted our podcast website in the description. If you get a chance, maybe head on over there and see if you'd like to download one of our previous programs. We talk about all sorts of stuff. There might be something we post in the past that you'll find interesting. And while you're there, please consider subscribing. That way you'll get notification of our future casts. Or if you prefer, you can search us out on just about any podcast platform there is. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and there's a few more. If you have a podcast app, we're probably on there. I almost forgot, we're on YouTube now. That link is also in the description. We haven't gotten around to producing videos yet, but all of our recordings are on there. It would be super awesome if you'd consider following us on there too. Finally, for any cast you have enjoyed, please leave us a review and a comment. Five stars if you don't mind. Once you're done singing our praises, please share our show with your friends and family. With your help, we'll keep growing our Analog Spectrum community. That's all I have for now. Please feel free to contact us at analogspectrum at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you just want to say hello. As always, thanks for joining us on this ride, and we look forward to hanging out with you again sometime very soon.